1: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com, Sam Phelan. We go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the shows on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And also more Titans content to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. we got to thank our sponsors because they truly make everything happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of a new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com. A-T-O-Z. And our newest sponsor, Aura, who is all about keeping you safe from the dark web. You can use our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial to see how many data brokers are sharing your information. So, Sam, it is the season of lies. Uh, Jay says the Henry rumors are fake. Uh, Big Jeff, Ohio State super fan who watches our show, wants us to say, oh my gosh, you better apologize for Friday's show because C.J. Stroud's S2 18 score was fake news. Look, we have no idea what's real. We have no idea what's truly fake. We can feel a lot of things about what's going on with the NFL draft. Uh, but uh, we do know this, that Saturday a rumor was started. If you want to call it a report, you can. Uh, as a tweet went out on social media, on Saturday morning that said that Derrick Henry was going to be traded to the Eagles. A to Z sports has been able to confirm that that has not happened. And that was not in the works of happening. And you saw Mike Florio and Paul Kaharski also doing some reporting on that, but we don't, we know this, that Derrick Henry is still a Tennessee Titan and is not a Philadelphia Eagle. What we don't know is if he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle or not a Tennessee Titan at the end of this NFL draft week. And we also don't know, uh, the status of Ryan Tannehill, because this came out on Sunday morning sports center, Sam is that uh, Ryan Tannehill via Jeremy Fowler quote teams. I talked to believe that Tannehill could be, or is available via trade. He's got a $36 million cap hit. new GM Rankarthon is resetting the roster in a big way. They're making some moves. And so right now they would need a replacement though. If they would need somebody in place, that is, Jeremy Fowler's quote from SportsCenter on Sunday morning. So, Sam, I know our weekend changed quite a bit Saturday morning when all of us, like, collectively jumped on the phone to figure out what the heck's going on with Akbar Kabaji Biamila's, uh tweet about Derrick Henry and the Eagles. Sam, real quick, off the top, how would you categorize, how would you recap this weekend in Titans land uh, of all the different things we were working on?
0: yeah i mean it was a chaotic weekend uh and it's just kind of what you said where it is the season of lies and the titans are in a very unique position where uh really they could go any number of ways and it's the reason we're having the conversation this morning both about potentially trading players potentially trading picks it's hard to get a sense of which direction as a franchise the titans are about to head And so, yeah, there is a lot of rumors out there, probably more so than any other team. The Titans have trade rumors and probably the most buzz heading into trade week. Like you said, we know that Derrick Henry is still a Tennessee Titan and he has not been traded yet. We don't know if uh, a trade might happen in the future. So we are right now just kind of sitting on our hands, looking ahead and waiting for the draft and saying, Well, we know Tannehill might be gone. Henry might be gone. Bayard might be gone. They might go get a quarterback. They might trade back. They might stay put. We don't know uh, because a lot of it, as I've said, uh, I think is going to be the Titans reacting to what happens in front of them and reacting to what teams offer them. So I'm not sure it is a plan that they have in place right now for, we are going to, you know, start the rebuild in this year's draft, or we're going to, you know, go get our next quarterback in this year's draft. I think it all depends on how the draft shakes out in front of them. So it's just been chaotic because everybody has a rumor. Everybody has a prediction for the Titans. We're trying to sift through it all um, and come at uh, the, our, our chat here and our viewers with the best conversation possible for what we feel like is a relevant discussion for what the Titans could do later this week. And I think that's what we have today discussing trades of Tannehill, trades of Henry trades of draft picks, because we got to figure out what is or isn't likely and what we can or can't expect.
1: And here's the, the weird thing is that a week from today, uh, Sam, we will be sitting here on a Monday morning, May 1st, flipping the calendar after the NFL draft. And I could see a situation where two of the three players I'm about to list are elsewhere. Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, Kevin Byard. It would not be ridiculous for that to be the reality. Now, all three could still be Tennessee Titans after this weekend at the same way. And we don't know what the Titans are going to do. And I think you put it well with whatever happens at one, whatever happens at two. I think we're seeing a lot of now Will Anderson's not even a hot topic to go number two to the Texans. They're thinking about Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, which sounds bizarre that Will Anderson could be the second defensive player taken in the NFL draft, as we all thought he could have been one overall if the Bears were sitting there still. So there's a lot of craziness that's yet to play out, and it's just going to continue to get crazier. And so, again, reacting to the Saturday morning situation, uh, we did jump on the phone. It was me, it was you, it was Buck. We talked a lot with Doug Kayad, Evan Winter, uh, Jake Evans, all of our uh, A to Z management team and reporting team talking about how do we handle this Derrick Henry tweet about him being traded to the Eagles. And we know that it wasn't true. Uh, It could still be the case if it plays out that way. We know that anything could happen in the NFL draft week. And we know how that kind of slapped everybody in the face out of nowhere last year when A.J. Brown was traded to the Eagles during the first round of the NFL draft. So there's a lot to get to. And so. I want to bring that up and I also want to reiterate here what Jeremy Fowler said on ESPN Sports Center uh, Sunday morning that Ryan Tannehill could be available via a trade. And so Sam, let's go ahead and ask the, the chat this question. Who is more likely to get traded by the Titans? Derek Henry or Ryan Tannehill? Who is more likely to get traded by the Titans? Is it Derrick Henry or is it Ryan Tannehill? There's a different nuances and in, you know, details to each situation, but who is more likely to get moved during the NFL draft? We'll get to your comments here in a second, but first I'm going to tell you guys all about the Bone and Joint Institute. And Sam, we'll be live here in about three and a half hours talking to Dr. Scott Arthur of the Bone and Joint Institute about Hinton Hooker and his ACL. Where is he? Where could he be at in his ACL? How likely is he to be ready for training camp by whoever drafts him? And what is the prognosis or, or what is the outlook for and hooker and his left ACL recovery. And we'll talk to Dr. Arthur who fixed my ACL uh, 13, almost 14 years ago, Dr. Arthur did my ACL reconstructive surgery. So he is one of the experts at the Bone and Joint Institute who can make sure that you get back to health just like he did for me when any type of injury occurs in life. So check them out in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. You see the bonus code down there at the bottom. It's ATOZ Sports on the BetMG app. That's the bonus code for a first bet offer to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you have to get with BetMGM if you haven't already, because that's the best way to get involved with sports betting. When you can get your money back, if, uh, you know, things don't go your way. So find a pick that you love this week. Uh, maybe it is a, a future on the NFL draft. Whatever that that pick is that you're gonna sit down and root for, make sure you're placing it with the king of sportsbooks and using that bonus code A T O Z Sports on the BetMGM app.
1: Whew, Sam, there was uh, over a hundred comments uh, from when I started talking about the bone and joint Institute. <laughs> so oh uh, goodness. I will uh, let you just kind of sift through them. Um, you know, not, you don't have to get all 115 that there were uh, from the time that I talked about the bone and joint, you talk about BetMGM. MGM, but the question who is it more likely to get traded by the Titans, Derek Henry or Ryan Tannehill after both had rumors about them being moved, over the weekend, Derek Henry on Saturday that, you know, we knew that was not true, but it doesn't mean that he's back. And then Ryan Tannehill who is back in Nashville, but Jeremy Fowler said he could be moved. So yeah, Sam, uh, Derek Henry,
0: I, it was a rumor and yes. it was a fake rumor, but there is, are still rumblings that he's available via trade uh, in this draft cycle, which is why that we have to have the conversation about what is more likely. I want to clarify that. Cause it's yeah. not like we are, uh, I I don't want this to be a show about a a fake report or fake rumor that was spread. There are outside things outside of what we heard Saturday about Derrick Henry that give us reason to believe a trade is on the table for the right price. Uh, So we have to have that conversation. Yeah,
1: for sure. And and real quick, Derrick Henry went on busing with the boys early, early, early in the offseason and basically said like, yeah, I'm not safe. (laughs) Nobody's safe. And so Derrick Henry said that himself. He understands what's happening. And Derrick Henry is still uh, training in Dallas, in the, that area where he always trains in the offseason and was not back uh, in Nashville for the Titans off season workout programs that started last week where Ryan Tannehill was and Ryan Tannehill should be. Derrick Henry can go do whatever the hell he wants to until it's mandatory for him to be back uh, in Nashville for the Titans. And we'll see if that, uh, is still a situation after this draft, but now I'll let you get to now the 150, 200 comments that have happened.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of them, but yeah, here we go. Right. Uh, Denise says Tannehill. Eric says, Henry, uh, Roy thinks neither one is going to be traded. Wilbur says Tannehill. Kendall says Tannehill. Uh, Jermell says Tannehill, Tannehill from Steven, Tannehill from Titan up Henry from Dylan white Tannehill from team leader, uh, Ryan Tannehill from Eddie Tannehill from Steven, Ryan Tannehill from King Titan, uh, Tannehill from Denise, uh, Henry from Brian, Henry from John Vargas, Henry from Marcus Walker, Tannehill from DeMarco, Henry from Tall Texan, Henry from Rooney, Tannehill from Nicholas. Uh, Unfortunately, it would be Henry says Scott. We have Tannehill from Big Ten Jeff. We have Henry from uh, uh, Satao 17. So Ryan Tannehill from Apollo 23. Uh, We have Tannehill from Kendall, Tannehill from Ryan. Uh Depends on the first two picks says Bobby, which is probably a good point here. Again, yeah. reactive decision-making by the Titans. Tannehill says Dre. Tannehill says Bama Brad. Let's go through here. Rapid fire. We have Henry, Henry, Tannehill, Tannehill, uh, Tannehill, Tannehill, Tannehill. Mm. Bayard going way off the beaten path is John Henry, Henry, Tannehill, Tannehill, Henry, Tannehill. it is split down the middle we get a lot of you, answers which from what,
1: what do you both? think the split is i think it's probably 65 percent Tannehill, 35 percent henry in the answers
0: that's right that's probably about right but it is fairly like undecided it's not, lops- even. it's
1: not super lopsided
0: no not not at all so austin i ask you who is more likely to be traded <sighs> by the titans This draft cycle, Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry?
1: So I don't think either one will be traded Thursday during the first round.
0: I agree. I I agree, by the way.
1: Yeah, I think both compensations are wishful thinking uh, day two picks. Um, So I I do think they'll both be around Thursday, which allows what some people were saying. uh, Several comments said, well, it depends on what happens with the Titans – first round pick. Do they move up for a quarterback? We'll talk about that later on. And what does that mean for Ryan Tannehill if they do get a quarterback? Honestly, Sam, I think with the buzz that's happening around the Titans at quarterback in the draft, I think Derrick Henry is more likely to be traded than Ryan Tannehill. And this isn't just like what I would do. This is, again, this is me trying to be as predictive as possible, piecing the puzzle together, all the buzz, all the things going on that I feel like just in my gut this morning on a Monday, April 24th at 828 Central Time, I feel like Derrick Henry is more likely to be moved because Ryan Tannehill will more likely be around for one year to help out whichever one of these quarterbacks the Titans might get. And I also think, and this is a you know a, a tangent, right? whenever you're looking at who is likely to be traded or who is likely to be calling the Titans. I don't necessarily think the Titans are picking up the phone, initiating the phone call. And so Jay says, put the meth down Austin. Let let me just say this. I don't think the Titans are initiating any of these trades that we're going to be talking about. I think they are in receiving mode and trying to catch whatever the best offer might be and are willing to move either player, Derek Henry or Ryan Tannehill if the offer is right. I think teams that are out there look at it's, it's like the go for it situations. There are more teams that I could see in a go for it situation to date, to take Derek Henry, who's got $10.5 million base salary in the last year of his contract. But if you're trading for Derek Henry, who's 29 going to be 30 in January, you have the ability to trade for him, give him a one or two year extension separate that $10 million out a little bit and then go for it with whatever roster you have. If you're trading for Ryan Tannehill, what situation are you in? You're probably not a go for it. Maybe Washington is the only go for it situation that Ryan Tannehill could, could go to. And so I think Derek Henry has more suitors who will be aggressive in calling the Titans than Ryan Tannehill would have suitors being aggressive calling the Titans. That's why I answered Derrick Henry.
0: I I think it's Derrick Henry, and I don't oh. think it's particularly close. Uh, I I would be shocked if the Titans moved on from Tannehill, at the, like traded him during the draft. I don't see that happening. I, I mean, you, and the main reason is the point that you said. In order to trade somebody, you have to have a trade partner. I don't see teams lining up to go and trade for Ryan Tannehill during the draft who out there, wants to pay $27 million in base salary to this guy right now. Like that's a team. If you're making that move, 27 million in base salary for a veteran QB, you're a team that like you said, is like a a competent quarterback away from contention. And who is that team? That's not already in a position to go get one or doesn't already have a guy they believe in. Like maybe Washington, That's about it. Like if this Aaron Rodgers thing with the Jets ends up going through, they're off the market. Green Bay's off the market. Baltimore looks like they've kind of started to figure this thing out with Lamar Jackson, given the Odell Beckham Jr. signing. I don't see a trade partner for Ryan Tannehill. I think if anything, you know, you go get the quarterback, you keep him on the roster, or you just cut him and take the cap savings. But Mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time seeing that deal go down. I can see a lot of teams wanting to make a push for Derrick Henry. I can make a lot of teams offering a fourth or a third round pick and saying he's one of the best in the game as a downfield runner. We need a running back. This is the missing piece. I don't care if it costs us $10 million. We want Derrick Henry in our backfield. I can see that. And, and so I, I don't think it's particularly close that between these two players, just because Ryan Tannehill is available, doesn't make me think that somebody's actually going to like give the Titans an offer that moves the needle to acquire him.
1: Yeah, uh, it's no. So I'm surprised that we both agree. I mean, I don't know if I'm surprised just because you know we talk a lot, Sam, and so I kind of know your opinion on things. But I am surprised that both of us do believe that Derrick Henry is more likely to be moved uh, than Ryan Tannehill at this point. Now, Baltazar says Henry is worth a second rounder. Uh, I, I don't know. About we'll that. see. I, uh, I don't know I, what
0: he's worth. Like I, I think the universal value that's been placed on Derek is a fourth round pick.
1: Yeah, I we'll think talk, so. we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. I do want to get to a comment here uh, from uh, Kane, who watches the show all the time. He just threw us nine ninety nine and on a Facebook. I'm oh, sorry, on a YouTube super chat. Uh, so some jackpot bucks coming in from Kane. He asked "How connected to the organization is A to Z?" Why not report actual news instead of all meaningless internet babble this entire off season, nothing per source has been correct. And every rumor has been BS. Well, Kane, we don't know. We don't, again, we know you watch all the time. And we appreciate that. And I think it's a fair question, but there is no actual news right now. Like that's not what this is. That's not how the NFL draft season works. And we don't know if this entire off season has nothing's been correct or not. And every rumor, we don't know if it's BS or not because it hasn't played out yet. The NFL draft is always that checkpoint in the offseason where things happen is that last year we thought there was no way AJ Brown was going to be traded. And then draft day, he got traded. Things happen in the draft. And at times you wait until you do things during the draft. When teams get more desperate teams, Uh, are more willing to do things in the moments and not do things ahead of time. Because if you're the Titans, it wouldn't make any sense to make these moves ahead of the NFL draft. Because what if you traded Ryan Tannehill ahead of the NFL draft, and then the draft doesn't fall how you'd like, and you don't get any of these quarterbacks, then you're stuck. What if you trade Derrick Henry ahead of the NFL draft, and you don't know what the board looks like, And then you can't find a competent replacement and you're stuck. I don't, you know, so how connected to the organization is A to Z? I would say we're pretty well connected. I mean, I think you can remember just earlier, I guess that was in early April. uh, Maybe, maybe it was late March when Buck Rising reported and confirmed that A to Z sports had information that the Titans were calling about the third overall pick. And that was really the first you'd heard of it. And since then, we haven't stopped talking about the Titans Going after the third overall pick.
0: And so, and it's not like that's the only thing that A to Z has been reporting on this offseason either. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. we Buck
1: Rising broke that Ben Jones was getting cut.
0: And, yeah. And I mean, yeah. we've worked on stuff together, you and I. Buck has had his own stuff. Like, and I, I that comment from Kane is also, it, it doesn't factor in the, and, you know, fair enough, because I, I think it's hard to realize when you're not part of those conversations that it, it's not as simple as like, Oh, I heard this. I'm going to report this. There is a process of like doing your due diligence, uh, what you can and can't talk about that you hear. uh, And, and you know, so it's not as, you know, cut and dry as I think a lot of people want to make it to believe on how, how plugged in you are versus what you talk about versus what you report. We try and find ways to, create topics and engaging engaging conversation about topics and ideas that we believe to be possible and or respectable debates. And, uh, that's what we try and do here on the show and in our articles on the website. Um, because I think that's really all you can do this time of year.
1: Yeah. Bork says uh, a to Z would break a lot more stories, uh, if they didn't have their second source rule, but they have integrity. We actually have sometimes it's a third source rule. Now it depends on if it's, you know, who the source is, if you can roll with two uh, or if, you know, you get it direct. Uh, you don't need a second source. If the player is telling you that he's the one being cut, <laughs> you know, like I, you know, that, that's where it, it goes. And Titans Fox says this has to be the toughest week of the year for A to Z Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning. Still have the show to put on, but can only discuss speculation. No Titan Fox nailed it, man. I mean, and that's what everybody in the media is trying to do is that we are trying to understand that we have no idea what's going to happen and whatever you could be told might be true, but it might be blowing smoke to throw out a, a weather balloon to see what way the wind is blowing. Uh, and so we have no clue of what's going to happen and how well connected it is A to Z to the Titans. I'll just say that Saturday morning when Akbar Kabaji Amilla put out that tweet and we were having the conversation about it, we were able to make uh, one phone call and be able to get to a person that knew the result, if that was going to be true or false. Uh, and we were able to do that. Now there's no way we can report that with any, you know, credibility or just say, trust us, bro. Like that's all we can really go out there and say is trust us, bro. It's not going to happen. And so you just kind of ignore it until it can't be ignored. And so we, we did that as much as we could do, ignore the Derek Henry to the Eagles trade until it was unable to be ignored. So that's, there there you go
0: yeah fair enough uh ryan comes in real quick talking about kevin byard says i find it disrespectful that we asked the franchise interception leader to take a pay cut byard has has to be kept with the middle of the field uh, a mystery um yeah i i would agree right now i think a kevin byard trade seems less likely than these other two would you be uh, in agreement with that austin that i think like I mean it's hard because of the contract situation and something's gotta give it from that sense, but there seems to be less smoke surrounding Kevin Byard right now.
1: Um I, yeah, I mean maybe because I think Kevin Bayard is more likely to be released after June first because of
0: not... I mean if you're releasing Kevin Bayard though.
1: Yeah. And you look at the you look at the position, right? Look at the three names. I think Kevin Byer yeah. and look, okay, let's just, let's reset. Okay. Cause I, I want to dive into this and what I kind of feel about it. Uh, let's do all that. But Sam, first tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
0: Wilson County Hyundai. If you are involved in a car buying process, you have to make them a part of your car buying experience out in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go for, for your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonata's, Santa Fe's, or Tucson's. Painbone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting in buying a vehicle, trading in your vehicle, whatever you're there to do. For, so forget those downtown Nashville prices. Best part about Wilson County Hyundai is that they're out in Lebanon, so they're not gouging you like it might be if you go somewhere downtown. Uh, Make sure you go see our friends and make them a part of your car buying experience at wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
1: All right, and with BetMGM this week, you can bet on the NFL draft in your BetMGM app. And if you have not signed up with BetMGM yet, do it, because you can use our code ATOZsports, and that means you get a a, a bet on your first shot. Your first bet offer is pretty incredible, because with ATOZsports, uh, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet uh, misses, and so you go big with that first bet. When you download the BetMGM app, use our code ATOZ Sports when you make your first deposit. Go big with it. It could be in the playoffs, whether it's the in hoops or hockey, you can go with that, or the NFL draft coming up. Uh, with your first bet offer with ATOZ Sports, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first Bet misses. Visit betmgym.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification, other requirements. Awards issued with free uh, bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days on your first online real money wager only. And for problem and game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. So, Sam, we're going to reset here because uh, Kevin Byard got thrown into this conversation. We talked about the rumor re- tweet that went out Saturday early morning from Akbar Kabajabi Biamila on Derek Henry potentially being traded. To the Eagles, it's worth saying that Akbar and Derrick Henry are both CAA athletes, so represented by the same agency. Now, that is a mega agency where they have a bunch of different athletes and a bunch of different personalities in the media and coaches, and who knows if that means much of anything. And then we saw from Jeremy Fowler on SportsCenter Sunday morning uh, that Ryan Tannehill could be available via a trade as Rand Carthon is looking to shake up the roster. And we had a commenter bring up Kevin Byard and his potential future. I just think when you're looking at these three players, you've got three guys who are three of the four highest paid uh, guys on the roster, Harold Landry being the other. um, And you look at the ages of them as they're all either in their thirties or approaching 30, they're all really good players. I think Kevin Byard might have the best football left for the, most amount of time, Derek Henry's the biggest name and a bona fide superstar, but he has a position that's not that important in running back. And then Ryan Tannehill, who's a good player and a very capable NFL quarterback, but he's got a big contract and he is a quarterback. And so that's what makes this confusing. And Kevin Byard being a free safety who can do everything for you, I think has a ton of value. I just don't know if a team is going to acquire a a safety that's got that big of a cap number and the money left on his deal via trade. And I don't think the, I don't think the trade value for Bayard would be as worth it to the Titans.
0: I kind of feel that way about Derek Henry as well. I, I mean, it's an odd question, but like I kind of feel like both Kevin Bayard and Derek Henry are more valuable to the Titans right now than they would be to anybody else because of like the name that comes along with it, you know, the face of the franchise or, you know, franchise, key franchise players that each of them are. And then what they do in their particular systems with Derrick Henry being in a run first offense that kind of knows how to build a run game around Derrick Henry and has done it in years prior. And then what Kevin Byard does for this Titans secondary um, I, I'd, they have some young pieces back there, and he's been a huge help with like developing those guys and really bringing Amani Hooker along over the last few years. And um, so yeah, I think the the draft capital you'd get for either Henry or Bayard, in my opinion, not worth moving either one of them. But it's almost like no half measure. Uh, it would is what I would tell the Titans about this draft cycle where it if you're gonna move on from Ryan Tannehill, unless you're going to get one of those top quarterbacks at the top of the first round and want to give them Derrick Henry to make their life a little bit easier as a rookie. Mm -hmm. What really Mm -hmm. is the world in which you're not going to start selling some of these veteran pieces off unless you're trying to make a push for the AFC South. So like, that's, I mean, if, if you're either keeping Tannehill, it is my opinion, you're either keeping Tannehill, keeping Henry, Keeping Bayard, you're drafting a wide receiver or offensive lineman in the first round and taking the other one in the second round. And you're patching up the clear and obvious immediate needs that you have on offense. And then you are trying to find as many impact starters or impact players in the later rounds of the draft as possible to roll into next season and say, here's our new and improved roster, our kind of like you know, retooled roster. Let's see if we can stay healthier and make a run at the division again in our final year of Tanhill, our final year of Henry. And if it doesn't work, then we hit the full reset. But if you're making a move for a young quarterback or you're sending Derek Henry out of town, why are you going to run it back with Ryan Tannehill? What is Kevin Bayer doing for your defense if your offense is going to be so bad that you can't win enough games? They have to operate as one. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, and Hassani, to the first part of your comment about you know going for the AFC South with that strategy of keeping these guys going needs in the first and second round, saying the Titans lost to the Bengals and the Chiefs by a combined seven points, guys. Don't panic. Improve. And that was a team that was very banged up uh, and, and fought hard, and we know how this team played and how they fought up until the wheels fell off uh, in the last month of the season when the injuries were too big to overcome, uh, and the quarterback situation was a shell of itself because the offensive line was maybe the worst O-line in football uh, in the back end of November and most of December and January. And so, yeah, I think it's it's trying to figure out, like, what is the goal? And I think if if you if the Titans do get one of these quarterbacks in the first round, then it's the what's the best situation for that quarterback?
0: And I, that's the and, argument I can hear, right? And, right? and
1: and so like if and I don't want to get this is another great topic that we can maybe do because we'll have a show on Tuesday, we'll have a show on Wednesday, we'll have a show Thursday morning. We're going to be live Thursday night during the draft. Going to have a show Friday morning. Going to be live Friday night during the draft. Uh, and so is we got a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, if you draft one of these quarterbacks, is it better for that quarterback to give them Derek Henry? Or is it better for that quarterback to keep Ryan Tannehill around? And I think the answer could be different for the three quarterbacks, or if you want to throw in a hidden hooker, the four quarterbacks that are the most likely to be the, the, the picks for the Titans outside of Bryce young. Cause he, we know he's going to Carolina. So I don't know what, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of hang on to those specific player situations for maybe later on. Maybe that's a Thursday morning. Or even a, a Thursday night conversation as the pick is being made. But yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that might be the only argument I could hear about that is that if if you are investing in one of the quarterbacks in the first round, um, where you know, what is the best situation for that quarterback? And because let's be honest, the cap space that you would get from trading Henry or trading Tannehill or cutting one of them. Probably doesn't you a t- do you a ton of good now. Like I mean, it, what are you going to go acquire with that cap space that really makes a huge difference? Probably not much. So uh, I think that says thought-
1: more about the because I think saving the money is a big deal for the team. I just think it's it's there's not as much available to go get after you save the money. Yeah, yeah. After you save twenty seven million dollars from Hill. are there twenty seven million dollars worth of players on the free agent market?
0: No, Uh, like, I mean, well, maybe, but like now trades,
1: that's more trades that you can go make to go acquire other contracts, uh, like a certain receiver who's out there in the desert, Sam.
0: I mean, we'll see. Right. I mean, like, but is that a contract that you want to commit to when you are, uh, hypothetically in this hypothetical, right? You're getting younger at quarterback. You're trying to almost like streamline your ages and contracts and get young and cheap. And so, yeah. going and adding a veteran wide receiver with due twenty something million dollars this year, I don't know if that all fits right. The all bill.
1: right, all right, all right, Sam. I have a, I have a hypothetical. Oh uh, no, okay. I, I'm going to set you up because I want you to really feel what I'm about to bring into this. I'm going to give Sam a hypothetical that I'm going to make him just say yes, sign me up. All right, we'll do that. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about our great new sponsor Aura, who is all about keeping you safe online. Because anyone can find anything about you on the internet, full name, personal email, home address, phone number, even your relatives. Aura found found 30 data brokers who had my information and has already removed my information from 24 of those 30 data brokers. Data brokers sell you, uh, your information in profit by giving that info to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers, anyone else that wants your info. Well, our sponsor Aura will identify those data brokers who are exposing your information and automatically submit those opt-out requests on your behalf. I'm already out, a 24 out of those 30. And they will even opt you out of those junk mail and telemarketer lists. as services also feature VPN, password manager, real-time credit and identity theft, monitoring internet parental controls, and protects your devices from malware. Almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need is all inside of the Aura app. So let Aura do the hard work for you and have you safe online and give you a two-week free trial. That is 14 free days uh, with Aura by going to our link. And I'm pasting that right there in the chat right now. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It's very important that you go to that link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Doesn't matter what state you're in. Doesn't matter uh, where you're at. But if you want to be safe online, Aura will take care of you. Sam and I are already feeling the benefits of that. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use that bonus code at the bottom there. That's A-T-O-Z sports to get a bonus bet offer of $1,000 if your first bet doesn't win. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. So go on BetMGM, find that pick this week that jumps out to you, place it using that bonus code ATOZ Sports, and if the bet doesn't hit, it's okay, that money's back in bonus bets up to $1,000 into your account, you get another shot at it. So uh, that is the best way to get involved with sports gambling. You can make every play, every game mean that much more with BetMGM, where you get access to a wide selection of parlay selection features, daily boosted odds specials, player props, and a lot more. So... Why I love Bet MGM, it's why Austin loves Bet MGM, and it's why we're using it regularly. I'm gonna play some NFL draft bets as well. It, it, you know, I'm gonna try and predict, see if my mock draft can make me some money on Bet MGM as well. So go and get with the king of sports books and use that bonus code A T O Z sports.
1: All right, Sam, are you ready for this draft hypothetical for the Titans that I know you can't turn down?
0: Well. Let's see, Nathaniel, because this might have something to do with it, right? He says, mm-hmm. can you do a show in the future based on free agent targets and money saved from, from Tannehill, trades, cuts? There are some dogs still out there. Nathaniel, we are going to talk about it plenty, I'm sure, like as the draft plays out and after the draft even, then we look ahead to the offseason and uh, have a better idea of what the, what the roster looks like, You know, what are possibilities for the Titans to add more talent and I'm sure this plan of yours might involve some other talent that's still out there.
1: Yep. Yep. All right, Sam, here's my hypothetical for you The Titans on Thursday night trade up from 11 to three, maybe 11 to, I don't know, six. I think there's a particular player that might start to fall a little bit. And we've talked about him CJ Stroud. The Titans trade up and get CJ Stroud in the first round in the top five, top three in the draft. Okay. Then the Titans decide to trade away Ryan Tannehill on day three. They maybe acquire a fourth, which they don't have, but they move on from Ryan Tannehill, which opens up $27 million in cap space. Now they don't have to trade Derrick Henry. You move on from Ryan Tannehill. You've already got CJ Stroud and you keep Ryan Tannehill. And with that $27 million of extra cap space you get from trading Tannehill, you go acquire and you just maybe you do a second trade with Monty Austin, Fortin, Arizona and bring in DeAndre Hopkins. You've got the room that can take on his contract and it's probably a fifth or sixth round pick. Maybe you do it after this draft for a 2024 draft pick to bring Hopkins to Nashville. And so now I'm telling you, Sam, that you get to go to Titans OTAs and mini camps with C.J. Stroud as the quarterback next to Derek Henry who can throw the football to DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks and Chica Conquo? Sam, how do you feel about that?
0: You know I'm in on that. You, of course <laughs> I'm in on that. I mean, that is that is a great scenario. And the Titans need some veteran help at wide receiver. And, uh, you know, that's a, a good one. I think DeAndre Hopkins still has a lot of good football left. It might not be the right football move it might not be the right football move to get that veteran on that deal with where the Titans will be as an organization, but I would be in because I would love to cover uh, CJ Stroud throwing the ball to Deandre Hopkins. And I do think it would help fans uh, have a little bit of buy-in and a little bit of buzz heading into a 20. Like, I mean, uh, I mean a rookie quarterback gives you that anyways, right? You If yeah. you're starting a first round pick QB, you're going to have a lot of excitement around your team regardless, but Uh, adding some weapons to make CJ Stroud's life easier. That would be not be bad. I don't know if I see it happening, but I'd be pumped up about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Malachi says, but why you're not winning a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. I'd rather have a cheaper young wide receiver to go with Stroud. And Andre goes along with what I was saying. It would help the development of CJ Stroud because what is Deandre Hopkins? Deandre Hopkins is a guy is a combat catcher. As Dave McGinnis would say of Titans radio. He'll, DeAndre Hopkins would be a wide receiver who would help a young quarterback transition because of his ability to go up and fight for the football in the air. And that's, and that's what I say. And then, you know, Matt says, it sounds nice, but what would it cost? Yeah. You'd give up probably a, a first rounder next year. Uh, you'd give up maybe a second or third round pick this year. Uh, and, but again, I, I I'd say you would trade Tannehill on day three to go get an extra pick. And somebody said that that contradicts that I said, Earlier in the show, like Captain Tip says, uh, don't to- – well, he says, don't toy with us like that, Austin. Uh, somebody said that it contradicts what I said earlier in the show that I think that Derrick Henry is more likely to be traded. I mean, I agree. I-, I still think Derrick Henry is more likely to be traded than Ryan Tannehill.
0: I mean, that was just a scenario you're Yeah, it was a hypothetical that, that I, I wanted Sam
1: to it. slobber over.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about it, though, because um, – The key point in that, right? And and the key point in any of these scenarios involves the Titans going to get a quarterback somewhere, some way in the draft, they draft a quarterback that kind of shakes up the outlook of the roster, but do they do so by moving up to go get a CJ Stroud or uh, as we've heard rumors, the Anthony Richardson, Will Levises, where are they going to fall? How far back? Like, are they available at 11? Do the Titans need to make a move? And who could they get if they move backwards? So what is more likely for the Titans in a trade? Austin, this is kind of an excerpt. This is an excerpt from ESPN here. Yeah. I'll give it a quick read. Where Tennessee has been among the team's active, uh, active teams working the phones to put together a potential draft night trade, speaking to at least four different teams about either a move up or move down on the board. There is a belief that the Titans will target a player to move up for. Likely one of those quarterbacks, but then pivot to a trade down attempt. If it doesn't come together, picking up more draft capital, any move down the board would likely keep them inside the top 20. I've heard Hendon hookers name as a possible target. If they do drop down the board, remember Ryan Tannehill is turning 35 years old and is on the decline. So that's for me as PN's latest mock draft this morning. And uh, Todd
1: McShay. Yeah.
0: Todd McShay, who uh, very well plugged into the draft scenarios, uh, kind of saying what we said, right? Like that the Titans are considering both moving up and moving back and what happens in front of them, what they're able to piece together might decide the direction that they take this, but not out of the question that the Titans could go and get that quarterback moving down and trading down is a scenario that we haven't talked about very often but is a very real possibility as well if things don't work out at, in front of the Titans at 11.
1: Yeah. So are the Titans more likely to trade up or trade back? You know, I think in you could almost say in nearly every draft for any team, yeah, trade back, just trade back, just get more picks, trade back. And like that's a, a scenario that I think would be great for the Titans if that's what, you know, presents itself to them. I just don't know if they're going to be willing to do that because. know, would you have to wait? Would an offensive line needy team come up to 11 to get if I think this could be a real scenario too, that an offensive lineman does not go in the top 10.
0: Well, there was some buzz yesterday about potentially a team moving up to three for an offensive lineman like those guys are also like all over the board. I can't figure out where their stock is because for a while it seemed like it was only Paris Johnson Jr. going inside the top 10. And now you're starting to hear Darnell Wright going in the top 10 and maybe Paris Johnson going even higher than him. Like craziness.
1: Yeah, there is craziness to it. And so, you know, I could see, you know, the bears get a, you know, if the Texans go with Tyree Wilson, then now will Anderson maybe goes to the Cardinals, the, the lions or Seahawks pick up, uh, you know, Jalen Carter And then you kind of a couple corners go at seven or eight, and then maybe uh, the Bears go with another defensive lineman or an edge rusher. And then at ten, what if the Eagles get like Bijan Robinson, (laughs) which would be phenomenal for the Philadelphia Eagles to get a plug-and-play superstar uh, running back to go along with Hertz and AJ and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard and everybody there with that offensive line. And then eleven, the Titans are sitting there. Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, and Peter Skronsky are all sitting there for somebody to move up. I think that would make sense. I think I would prefer the Titans move back personally and acquire more picks, but I think they're probably more likely to move up at this point.
0: So the question, are the Titans more likely to trade up or trade back in the NFL draft? Andrew said trade back. Steven said trade back uh jonah says trade up for sure jason said trade back nobody worth trading up for he's not very high on the qbs um trade this is the right answer right it's all a matter of how the chaos ensues but uh, i guess we're trying to predict that how is this going to play out john says trade up uh balshazar says up uh and you think trading up is more likely we've got steven saying back grim jim saying back back from JS, back from uh, Matt Mann somewhere, back from Roger. Austin, I am in the trade back. I I think I I see a scenario where the Titans are more likely to not take the big risk of trading multiple first-round picks to go and draft a quarterback and are not too overwhelmed or impressed with the options available to them at eleven that they say, let's take the future assets, let's move back, let's still like, let's still draft an offensive lineman or a wide receiver, or if we really love Hendon Hooker that much, that we'll take him in the top 20. Let's do that, and let's add some future picks to go along with it. Uh, typically, first-year general managers aren't in the business of losing future draft picks. They want to stack those and acquire as many of those as possible, So I think if I was betting on Titans trade up or Titans trade back, I see a trade back being more likely. I just, it's hard for me to think that the Titans are in a position right now to give up multiple future firsts for a quarterback, given other holes that are still on this roster. I mean, you still have some, some major work to do in order to make a rookie quarterback make their job, you know, doable and easier. I, I don't know. It's kind of a yeah. difficult situation.
1: Well, cause I was thinking, I think, I think I was talking to you on the phone this weekend about this is you remember John Robinson in 2016, he took over as GM. He traded back. He had the first pick moved back, got the King's ransom to 15 with the Rams. Then he moved back up to eight to get Jack Conklin. And he, uh, you know, stacked those three second round picks where he got Derek Henry out of one of them. He got Kevin Byard with a high third round pick and he, put together a really, really good draft in 2016 because the Titans were terrible. They were the worst team in football. And who was the head coach when John Robinson took over? It was Mike Malarkey, who was hired full-time after being an interim. That's very different than taking over the GM job when the head coach is Mike Vrabel, who's an NFL coach of the year. And I mean,
0: that's true. I just think there's – go ahead.
1: I just think that this team – this team is in a different reset spot than than when – 2016 when J Rob took over that they yeah. were needing to acquire a ton of picks. But I think with Vrabel and with ran and with what they kind of have is they have the ability to go one way or the other. If they want to stay competitive and stay aggressive, they could do it or they could hit reset and try to, you know, stack for the future. And so I just think there's flexibility there.
0: Totally. I just, I don't know. Two things. Number one is the, there is going to be a new era of Titans football under Rand Carthon, where as a general manager that inherited a mess that John Robinson left behind, uh, you want to kind of create turnover is kind of how I view it. Like you want to be able to build this thing in your image, get your own guys, your own players and apply what you have already figured out works from your time in San Francisco to your roster in Tennessee. And to me, you do that by getting draft picks. That's why you see young general managers do that all the time. They take a new job and they say, how can we get as many draft picks in the next few years as possible? Because I want the opportunity to go and get my own guys. So I, I could see Rand doing it just from that aspect of like, he has to turn this thing and build it in his own image. He can't do that without draft picks. Number two, I I do think there is a new NFL trend of trying to get ahead of the imminent rebuild by choosing to do it a little bit earlier with with some smarter choices. Like, if you acquire draft picks now, the Titans next offseason are going to have money. Like, they have so much money coming off the books where you put yourself in a very flexible situation that the Eagles put themselves in that got them to being able to build the Super Bowl caliber roster they have. The Bears did it this offseason where they said, We're going to have all the picks and all the money and just try and see, get as many good players as you can. And we'll see how that works out for them. Uh, and I think the Titans doing some legwork this offseason to say, We're going to draft more players, get more picks. Maybe you add a future pick into there and it's complemented by the money that's coming in next offseason. I mean, that is a new strategy that mm-hmm. is used in the NFL pretty commonly that I think general managers are are buying into.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying there. Yeah, the new GMs are more, um, they, they, I mean, they clearly have a different way of thinking compared to the old school NFL. Nathaniel throws in some more lunch money. says, what do you think about this? B. John Robinson at 11 and then trade Derek Henry, the second and the third round to move up for Hinton Hooker at the end of round one, that's moving a lot. That's trading way too much to go back into the first round. Uh, So, you know, maybe adjust that a little bit. And he's
0: not, he's not realistic to be on the Titans draft board. I mean, it's a good running back class. It's a deep running back class. There's a lot of really talented guys in the, you know, second, third, fourth round that are going to be available. I don't see them making a play on a first round running back. That's just not in the cards for a team that has, the issues that they have at premium positions like offensive line, wide receiver and quarterback. So uh, I do think it's drafting a running back to replace Derek would be in the fold. Should they trade him? Yeah. But uh, I'm, I don't see Bijan Robinson as a realistic possibility. No, I,
1: I think there are two teams in the top 10 that could take B. John Robinson. It's I agree. Your Chicago bears at nine, the Philadelphia Eagles at 10.
0: And I think after that, it's, quite a ways before he could go like possibly into the late twenties. I I predicted him to go to Cincinnati at I think 27. So he's, you know, anywhere in that first round, but he's going to go in the first round. That's a guarantee. Somebody's going to want that playmaker. (laughs) Yep.
1: A to Z sports here live on this Monday show It is time for the Monday. Ask me anything topic. Uh, Before we do that, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans with your health coverage. You can plan on them with health, dental, and vision, and they can help you out in any type of situation you're in. Maybe uh, you have uh, health coverage from your employer, but you have some gaps that you need to fill when it comes to vision or dental. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans can do that for you. Or Maybe you're approaching that senior citizen age and you need to figure out what that next level of coverage is. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, they absolutely specialize in that. Or you're becoming the young adult. Maybe you're an entrepreneur, independent contractor, and you don't really have many great options that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg with your health coverage out there on your own. Farm Bureau Health Plans is a phenomenal job. Uh, with people like you farm, Bureau health plans, FBHP.com slash ATOZ. They've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. It's super easy to go sign up, get a quote uh, at no really risk at you to you at all. So check them out. FBHP.com slash ATOZ.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports. Like never before at Bet MGM, sign up using the bonus code ATOZ sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting uh, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odd specials, and so much more. That's why they're the king of sportsbooks. And if you have BetMGM at your fingertips, you can make every play and every game mean that much more. Uh, find out why they are the king of sportsbooks. Use that code. That's ATOZsports on the BetMGM app. And up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only rewards issued is non-withdrawable. bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance for problem gambling support called the Tennessee red line at 800-889-87, 97,
1: 89. All right, Sam. So the Monday ask me anything topic uh, today is <clears throat> kind of draft related. It's, it's kind of like, What's the best road trip snack, but what's the best NFL draft snack? Because the NFL draft goes for a long, long time. Like I, and you will, we'll be sitting in front of our TVs and computers for three plus hours on Thursday night. What is something that you can snack on throughout the entirety of that? Not just like you eat it and it's gone, but you just need to like piece and parcel out That's a that snack. One. Cause I, I view road trips the same way it's, I need something. If I'm going to get in the car and drive for three hours or four hours, I need something that I can piece up throughout the entirety of that trip and not just eat it all at once. And it's over.
0: Well, the way to do road trips, I I, I have, I cannot do a road trip with like one snack. I have to dip into like three different snacks because mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I'm going to get sick of eating the same one thing over and over again. So I need a little bit, of everything I'm like, all right, here's my, Here's my, uh, my salty, here's my like candy that I get. And then here's just something, something random that I pick. And then I get, I get my drink as well, but it has to be enough variety. So I don't get sick. I can do a rotation. I I can't do one big bag of anything.
1: All right. So what would, if you had one big bag, if you could only go to the, if you could go to whatever grocery store market, whatever, and you have to get a big bag of one thing to, to be next to you. During the NFL draft, what is it?
0: Can I add a dip? Can I add a dip? If I'm doing like a sure. Can sure. I do a, chip I'll, I'll, and a dip? Yeah. I'll let you do that. Yes. All right. Very specific. Uh, I need a spinach artichoke dip dipped in with the El Ranchero corn chips. Okay. The green bag of El Ranchero corn chips dipped into a spinach artichoke dip that I can finish an entire container and bag of in one sitting. That is the best chip on the market. If you haven't had them, have them. You're, you're missing out if you haven't had the El Ranchero corn chip, but they're, they're a nice like darker hue. Uh, yeah. They got some good crunch. I, I, I don't love a, a light salty tortilla chip. These things are are richer and a little bit. Yeah. So that's the answer. That's my right. answer. Slam my,
1: my answer is, I, I think uh, an aspect of this that you have to remember is, you know, how, how, uh, how salty, how dirty do your fingers get? Having not, to go
0: Not with these things. Not with these things. Trust me. It's very, it's a very clean chip. Okay. It, it breakaway little drama, very little drama with El Ranchero. So mine is
1: the cleanest snack that I can just eat on for hours and hours. It's the gummy bear. The gummy bear we, is what I'm, uh, is what I'm rolling with. If I have a long gap of time that I have to snack on something and I get one big bag to go with, it's the gummy bear because they're they their bite size. I can space them out. I can slow them down. They keep my fingers and hands clean. They've got different flavors. You can chew on them. You can like, you know, bite them and, and kind of pull them apart. There's a bunch of different things you can do to waste time with gummy bears. And gummy bears are the way to go with this.
0: I had a feeling you were going to go there because a, a little uh, inside baseball for the chat here. Yeah. We're on the phone the other day and you just start going, hey, have you ever had like these these kind of gummy bears? Black Forest. Black, Forest. Black Forest. Yeah, those are the ones. I like the Haribo a little bit more, but I do understand that it's not great. Chat, I'm working on, as you kind of go to the chat, if you're going to go to the chat real quick, figure out what they're like. And I'm working on pulling up these chips. I want to share them with you. I saw someone say, Put them in the chat. I'm going to show you a picture so you know what to look for.
1: All right. Are you working on it?
0: Yeah, I'm working on it. I mean, hey, you I, you should go see what the chat's trying to snack on. So I can know, There's just
1: so many people asking for it. I mean, Tiffany says that she hates gummy bears. Um, uh, Trey says El Rancho tortilla chips salted are $4.59 a bag,
0: $5 a true. bag, Sam. That's not true. That's not true. They're like three-something at Kroger. That's where yeah. I get them.
1: So Nick says he goes with the gummy peach rings, which are good, but it's the same flavor. Ooh. I'm going to get tired of those. And they have the little like sugar pieces that are going to get everywhere. Uh, so that's my, my problem with that. Brad says Twizzlers, which I think makes sense. And we got them. Okay. So that's Sam's. That's we yours. got them.
0: This is it right here. Okay. Look out for this bag. The salted El Ranchero green bag. This chip will change your life. Thank me later. Send me a tweet. Send me a message. Whatever. That's it, El Ranchero chips. They're at Kroger. Go buy them. That's right. it. That's that's it. yours. Yeah, that's the recommendation. This is a good one, by the way. Goldfish. How do you feel about that?
1: Goldfish. Nobody. Nobody's like. Nobody turns down goldfish. Mm. If 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 anybody walks up to you and you, or if you walk up to anybody and you say, "Hey, you want some goldfish?" Yeah, yeah, sure. Hand me, hand me some.
0: Yeah. I'll take a little, I'll take a little, I'll handful. take some goldfish. Yeah, It's like a cheese it for me too. Like I, I'm always, I don't like the white, like the white cheddar cheese, it's, but like a good regular cheese, it especially the ones that are like the extra toasted or whatever, where they get a little bit of like the, the, the burntness mm-hmm. on them or those yeah. are, yeah. those are great. Those extra are great.
1: toasted cheese. It's Matt says, um, there you, and then there we go. let's see. Uh, somebody asked a question uh, about, the gummies oh yeah the power hour says are skittle or starburst gummies on the roster are just gummy bears i think you know i go my i go classic with the gummy bears but i think if you can find any type of gummy that you that have multiple flavors that you can space out and just get a big bag get the resealable bag and then just never have a need to reseal it you know you're just going to sit there for four hours and eat all of them
0: you want to know what that what that chewable fruity candy is for me that i get made fun of all the time but i can down a box or two of it it's my movie snack of choice okay yeah is a mike and ike Ugh. I love Mike and Ike's. I I'm very into that. Just a regular green box of Mike and Ike's. I'm tossing those in. I in just get I... stuck all over your teeth, though. Not if you no, not if you eat them right. You have to eat them the right way. You,
1: <laughs> you have to have the right technique. Yeah, uh, if you're just
0: chomping on them and you're getting reckless, it's gonna stick all over your teeth. You have to no. kind of like, yeah, you gotta Close. be gross um know. everybody's a hater I, i'll keep i don't want you guys to eat my knicks anyway i want them all for myself
1: yeah you go. eddie says austin needed to try albany's gummy bears and then ken says albany's gummy bears are the best on the market i've never had those
0: i don't to my knowledge I,
1: I think i've ever seen them but we got two people throwing those up there in the chat That means maybe i should uh check those things out for for draft night maybe i should maybe i should
0: uh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to get a spread now after talking about this, which is really bad for the diet that I've been kind of trying to, trying to stick to the regiment here, but you know, it's, it's, you know, hours and hours and hours of draft content, you know, you, sometimes you just need to have, have a spread of snacks. So the other oh, yeah. one too, actually, this might be the answer. If this, I might've just changed my entire answer. If this counts, cause this isn't a road trip snack, but this okay. is an NFL draft snack. Charcuterie.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just need space for it. You just need like a, you know, a big like surface area for it to lay it out.
0: But I I don't think I like anything as much as I like charcuterie. Like if you just a nice plate of meats and cheeses and chips and grapes and I am. That is my answer if that counts. No, I I mean, it's it's
1: not not terrible. It's just you you have to be able to, you know, for me, I need a bag of something that I can like lean back and like, take it with me. right? I can just sit there and go. That's, that's what I'm going. And I need to keep my hands clean.
0: True. That's fair. That is the, that is the downside of charcuterie is you got the crackers are going to get your hands salty. You're touching meats and stuff, which gives you a little like, yeah.
1: Head. And then you got to go touch your phone or your computer because you know, like everybody's on this damn thing during the draft, right? Yeah. So you, you have to be able to go back and forth and everything
0: a thing of wet wipes like next to you. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like. it's here's prosciutto. Okay. Now we got to wipe and then we can type and then we go back to the prosciutto. And then we,
1: (laughs) there you go. Yep. All right, guys. Well, Hey, we're just getting our draft week started off on the right foot. Great show this morning. As we've got a ton of draft coverage to talk about, we'll discuss deeper into the week about what our exact plans are for Thursday and Friday night for the NFL draft. And we'll be streaming live for that coverage. We'll talk more about that in detail later on, but make sure you like the show before you go. I know, that more people are watching right now that have hit that thumbs up button on Facebook and on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. Subscribe to our channel as well. That just helps us out and helps us grow as we get ready for the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday. Buck rising live tonight, A to Z Sports primetime. We've got a doc talk coming up with Dr. Scott Arthur of the Bone and Joint Institute at noon central today. And then, man, Mike Vrabel ran Carthon press conferences at one. Today's loaded. Let's get it going. Thanks for watching, guys. Appreciate it as always.